It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault, a teen mental health podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Jones. And on today's episodes, we are talking about generalized anxiety disorder, <clears throat> also known as GAD. Now, that may sound complicated and scary to many folks, but GAD, generalized anxiety disorder, is pretty common. And recently, Child Mind Institute posted a really good article by uh, Shelley Flannery on the topic of generalized anxiety, which prompted me to talk about it on today's podcast and to share this information with you. Now, we're starting off the new year. It's 2023. Many people have resolutions, goals, plans. They're trying to start new habits. They're trying to get things done. But there's that thing that kind of creeps up in the back of your mind, that thing that jeopardizes many people's New Year's resolutions, that thing that comes up when we have to focus on work or school or relationships or other tasks and things that we want to get done. And that thing that comes up is what we call anxiety. <clears throat> now, I've talked about anxiety on the podcast before. And in a previous episode, I talked about the difference between general worry and actual anxiety. And one thing that I stated on the podcast was everyone has anxiety. Everyone has it. I have it. You have it. Your children have it. Your friends have it. Everybody has a level of anxiety. However, anxiety becomes problematic when it starts to interfere with your ability to do the things that you want to do or the things that you need to do. I always like to use that as a general rule for people to understand the difference between when anxiety becomes a mental health concern um, or emotional well-being concern versus just having general anxiety. We all get anxious about things. Some of us may have fear. Some of us may have different levels of phobias. Some of us may just get a little bit uneasy in particular situations. But that is a, does not mean that you actually have a mental health di uh, diagnosis or disorder around anxiety. But when it invades your ability to do things that you normally would do, brush your teeth, take a shower, get out of bed, go to school, ride an elevator, go up an escalator, um, talk to people, shake hands, those types of things. That's when we have to start questioning, is there something else going on that's a little deeper than just our general anxiety that we have? So that's why I want to focus on generalized anxiety disorder and focus on it when it comes to kids. Now, for a lot of kids, uh, anxiety and just excessive worry can be triggered by very specific situations, like being away from their parents, uh, public speaking, uh, stand up in front of their class and speaking, going to a new high school, meeting new friends, joining a new team, uh, being scared of animals, um, being scared of movies and stories. Those are normal things that kids can typically, they do typically uh, have some fear or some anxiety around. But when it becomes excessive and when they have excessive worry over numerous things, that's when we're looking at generalized anxiety as a particular disorder or concern for your young person. Now, if you are a young person and you have a lot of anxiety, uh, you have to keep in mind that 
Uh, that doesn't mean you have generalized anxiety disorder. You still need to talk to a professional and get a diagnosis. So do not self-diagnose. I know a lot of young people like to do that. That's why young people check out this podcast because they're like, hey, am I self-diagnosing? Like, what's going on with me? Uh, so don't necessarily do that. But one thing to keep in mind is generalized anxiety disorders characterized by a consistent worry about lots of different things that are not re really threats and or overreacting to minor threats. So things that are not normally things that should bother you, they bother you and you take it to like the next level. It's like heightened worry. So for example, someone may, let's say you, let's say, let's say, let's say you go to a movie theater, right? New movie comes out. You want to check out the movie. You're excited. Call up your buddies. You and your friends get together. You all meet at the movie theater. And then you realize, whoa, more people are here to see this movie than I thought. This movie theater is packed. You know, there's lines, people are getting their popcorn, their snacks, people telling jokes, people playing on arcade games, there's people with slushies, and you're just in that lobby area like, holy cow, this is overwhelming. And then you tell your friends, I'll be back. Or maybe you don't say anything. Maybe you just kind of back on up and disappear. And you're in the bathroom. And not only are you in the bathroom because the anxiety is overwhelming, you're in a stall. And you're crying and you're sweating and you're shaking. And you're like, oh, gotta get out of here. I think I might have a panic attack. You're short of breath. That could be a sign of generalized anxiety disorder. This happens. Also, I want to mention that generalized anxiety disorder can happen when things aren't necessarily harming you, but it's the perception that the harm is there. I'll never forget, I had this student, um, straight A student. She's actually doing well now. She's in Ivy League school. When she was in high school, she was a junior when she became my client. And I never forget one morning she beat me to the office. Typically, I'll get to my office around 8 a.m. She was there probably about 7.55 waiting to see me. And it was on a day that she normally did not see me. So I see her and she's crying and she's at the door. She's like, I need to talk to you. It's an emergency. I don't feel well. So I open the door. I don't even ask her what's going on. I just say, come on in, sit down, relax. You need some water. I just try to calm her down because the school day is just getting started. And she said, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe I did not pass my test. And I said, okay, tell me about this test. What class was it for? Can you retake it? What grade did you get? And when I found out what grade she got, that's when it got real interesting. This student got a B on her, a B minus on her test. And that B minus struck a chord in her that just made her go frantic. Now, most students would not complain about getting a B or B minus on a test. They'd probably be like, great, I, I did well. <laughs> I'm going to keep moving. But this particular student had a high expectation on herself academically. And what she was attempting to do was to make it to Ivy League school. I think she wanted to go to Columbia, Harvard, and um, I think Yale was another school that she was interested in going to. And uh, so she, you know, she, I remember she took the ACT like three times. Each time she scored like a 32, um, between the 32 and the 34, she always wanted to try to maximize her score. That was one of her big things that drove her, you know, just gave her so much anxiety. But the fact that this young woman got a B minus really drove her to this place where her anxiety overrode her ability to control it. And it pretty much shut her down. And thank God she had an in-school therapist, myself, 
somebody who can kind of help get her centered and grounded so she can go on about her day. Because let's let's face it, every school doesn't have embedded therapists. And if she did not have that resource there, who knows where her school day would have went, especially if she would have went to that class without having an opportunity to pause and calm down. Um, and the class you got to be in, who knows what kind of thoughts were running, could have been running through her head at that point. So you never know what can trigger, even though I don't like to use that word, I like to use the word activate. You never know what can activate someone's anxiety to get to a point where it starts to be it uncontrollable, where they almost have panic attacks or they do have panic attacks. Now, I bring this up because this client actually did have a diagnosis of generalized anxiety disorder, and a lot of things would activate her anxiety to a level where she could not control it. So we did a lot of work around cognitive behavioral therapy, and she de developed a lot of skills how to self-regulate. So when her when she started to notice that her anxiety was uh, increasing, she had a few tools in her tool belt to help decrease those anxieties. So, you know, generalized anxiety disorder, it's it can be activated through any everyday situation. It doesn't have to be a catastrophic thing like, you know, you've been bullied, you, you know, there's uh, your parents are getting divorced or someone stole your lunch money. It doesn't have to be something like that. It really just has to be um, anything that does not sit well with you as an individual. And then, boom, your anxiety gets to a level where you can't override it with coping. And here you are in this unfortunate situation. So I want to share a couple of other um, signs of generalized anxiety disorder before we closed out for today's podcast, just so you kind of know what to pay attention to when things are happening. So some other signs of it may include restlessness and feeling like you're on edge, um, being apprehensive or having apprehensiveness towards things that you normally wouldn't. So like your friend's like, hey, you know, text me later. I'm not texting you. Or hey, you want to grab Chipotle? I don't want a Chipotle. Or you should catch a movie. Let's play, let's game later. I don't want to game. I don't want to catch a movie. Like you're just apprehensive to so many different things. Uh, being indecisive, right? Especially when it's just easy things, but it's hard for you to make a decision on what's going on because you have so many ruminating thoughts that you can't gain enough clarity to make a decision. Uh, being easily fatigued, especially at the end of your school day, is another focus for a lot of young people. So they're just dead tired. Sometimes they just want to crawl in bed or they pass out on the couch or whatever. Uh, being um, being irritable is another one of those things. So they're agitated, highly agitated. Now, this is tricky. I know a lot of young people get agitated when dealing with adults. So you can be agitated, uh, and that can be one of your signs of generalized anxiety disorder. Uh, having trouble sleeping is another one of those things that comes up for many youth. Difficulty concentrating and feeling like that your mind may be going blank. Again, so many ruminating thoughts that you just get to this point where you just have to tap out. And then uh, catastrophizing are always expecting the worst thing to happen. So like this young lady that talked about, this student of mine, she felt like getting that B minus on that exam was going to bring her grade down so low that she wouldn't be able to get into an Ivy League school and the world was going to end and she was going to be a failure and all those things. That's catastrophizing. And it's like, why would you think that? Why would you go that far from a B minus? It's just, it's just one grade of many different assignments in your in your class. But for her, it was the end of the world. And that's because general anxiety, it overrode her ability to cope, and that anxiety took over, and she went into a panic. Now, happy to say, this young woman is in college now. She should be finishing up here pretty soon. I can't remember which Ivy League school she ended up at, 
but I know that she's doing good. She reached out to me on LinkedIn just to say what's up and how are things going. And I was like, man, she made it. And I wonder what that did for her confidence to know that she could get that B minus and still achieve her goals, even when it didn't feel like at the time those goals could be uh, achieved. And I'll say one more thing, and this is for the parents and caregivers to keep in mind. This young woman wasn't getting that academic pressure from her parents. Her parents were, they didn't, they really didn't care if she went to Ivy League school. They really wanted her to stay home, close to home. But it was all in her mind. It was her goals. And I want to emphasize that for you parents, is that sometimes it's not the things that you are doing. It's about the expectations that are in the young person's head. And that's what is catapulting where they're at. So it's always important to try to build that rapport with the young person that you're dealing with and help and assist them with communicating what's going on and how they feel so you have a better idea how to approach situations. Sometimes that means you do it on a one-on-one -on -one and you talk. Sometimes you may have to do that through text message or an email. Sometimes you might ask your young person to write you a note and you respond in a note format. But whatever that level of communication is, try to be there because generalized anxiety disorder is more common than you think. All right, so who's at risk of this? Anyone. It does not discriminate towards gender, sexual orientation, race, ethnicity, age, height, weight. None of those factors matter when it comes to generalized anxiety. Anybody can develop that disorder. That's why it's important for us to always build our coping skills. I think that might be good for today. What do you all think? This is um, It Is Not Your Fault, a teen mental health podcast, and I am... Brandon Jones, your host. And if you have questions or if you want to check us out, feel free to send those over to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or you can send your questions directly to me at Jegna.org. That's J-E-G-N-A dot O-R-G. Feel free to send questions directly to me. And definitely hop into the conversation. If you want to check out the article that I was referring to today, hop on to our Facebook group. Just go ahead and search in the Facebook search bar. It is not your fault. A team mental health podcast. We should pop up, join the Facebook group, check out some of our resources and articles there. And also feel free to throw in any questions, comments, or tips that you may have, because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. And I will see you on the next show. Take care. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, Log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You deserve more internet than what you get from just your cell phone. Get free high-speed internet at home, a $29.95 value, when you qualify for Internet Essentials Plus and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Enjoy more streaming, gaming, and video chatting on more devices for free. With unlimited data and a wireless gateway included at no extra cost. No fees, no taxes, and no annual contract. Connect to more of what you love for free with Xfinity and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Click, call, or visit a store to learn more. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. When you're running your own business, it's exciting to imagine what's possible and overwhelming to think about how to make it work. You need a banker to help meet challenges and make the most of opportunities to grow. At Bremer Bank, 
we understand that success is always a team effort. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Researchers have found that physical activity has a direct impact on our moods. People feel more content, more awake, and calmer after being physically active. Start with a low-intensity aerobic exercise. Even a short burst of 10 minutes of brisk walking increases our mental alertness, energy, and positivity. Get started on your exercise journey with a Y membership at ymcanorth.org forward slash membership. New year, more money, honey. Are you a minority or women-owned business in the Twin Cities and ready to take your business to the next level? Then I got the perfect opportunity for you. Hy-Vee's Opportunity Inclusive Business Summit is taking place on Thursday, February 9th at U.S. Bank Stadium's Polaris Room in a space donated by your Minnesota Vikings. This summit will be a day full of networking and professional development activities. The day also will include a pitch competition where local minority and women-owned businesses will showcase their products or services for the chance to win up to $30,000. You heard that right, $30,000. As a matter of fact, Hy-Vee is still taking submissions to be considered for the pitch competition, but time is running out. Go to HyVOpportunitySummit.com by Thursday, January 12th to submit your application for your chance to pitch your product or business and win up to $30,000. 2023 is your year to jumpstart your small business. Register now for Hy-Vee's Opportunity Inclusive Business Summit at HyVOpportunitySummit.com to attend the expo and network with other business professionals. And if you're ready to win some money for your business, submit your application for the pitch competition for a chance to win up to $30,000. Register now and get your spot at Hy-Vee's Opportunity Inclusive Summit by Thursday, February 9th at U.S. Bank Stadium's Polaris Room. New year, more money, honey. Are you a minority or women-owned business in the Twin Cities and ready to take your business to the next level? Then I got the perfect opportunity for you. Hy-Vee's Opportunity Inclusive Business Summit is taking place on Thursday, February 9th at U.S. Bank Stadium's Polaris Room in a space donated by your Minnesota Vikings. This summit will be a day full of networking and professional development activities. The day also will include a pitch competition where local minority and women-owned businesses will showcase their products or services for the chance to win up to $30,000. You heard that right, $30,000. As a matter of fact, Hy-Vee is still taking submissions to be considered for the pitch competition, but time is running out. Go to HyVOpportunitySummit.com by Thursday, January 12th to submit your application for your chance to pitch your product or business and win up to $30,000. 2023 is your year to jumpstart your small business. Register now for Hy-Vee's Opportunity Inclusive Business Summit at HyVOpportunitySummit.com to attend the expo and network with other business professionals. And if you're ready to win some money for your business, submit your application for the pitch competition for a chance to win up to $30,000. Register now and get your spot at Hy-Vee's Opportunity Inclusive Summit by Thursday, February 9th at U.S. Bank Stadium's Polaris Room. Space donated by your Minnesota Vikings. 